Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and gentlemen, boys and girls, gaming degenerates of all ages, welcome back to another episode of A Winner Is You, brought to you by TheChairShot.com. Always use your head as the same head that we're watching from our Skype feed of one of our beloved members, Drew. It's quite the forehead he's got there. Yeah. Nice, nice forehead, is, Dad. Let me fix that for a second. I hope you guys can hear me. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. It is. We're on. We're on a. We're on a wild episode here in episode seven. We got a traveling Drew. We got Adam, as actually Hi. at home, and Sean's out on assignment. Basically, he's he's not with us today. We get to watch there. Drew travel up north. I hope, yeah, I hope you get that better. It's like a, we got a dash cam footage now for you guys. Uh, for so all you, <laughs> for all you listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's play a little game. Let's play a little game to start this off. I'm going to apologize to the listeners at the very beginning here, because if you hear a little baby in the background, or if you hear a little road noise, that's... Uh, my name is Adam. Come on, let's go my... now. <laughs> no, no, no. And, uh, if somebody's asking for juice or cookies, that's that's on me. We're at, we're, that's, no, that's, that's just the the color you know we we hear the cat we hear my cat all the time on the show oh and yes, on my other podcast so you know we're used to that kind of thing i mean my cat probably whines more than your baby does <laughs> yes yes <laughs> it does That's uh, probably true <laughs> well let's play a quick game we're gonna play a quick game here i got i got a little uh, short theme music for it it's called where are you going This one's specifically for Drusif over here, who's the only one on the road. So, where are you going? Uh, I am going, you tell I'm the going listeners? to the great. 
the great white north, the great north woods, uh, northern Wisconsin, a uh, beautiful town. Uh, some of you may be familiar with Eagle River, Wisconsin. Um, it's a beautiful place. It's uh, off the beaten path out in the woods. Uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a good place to go year-round. I go up there a lot during the winter for ice fishing, uh, uh, ice fishing, uh, snowmobiling from time to time. Uh, and then in the summer, it's also beautiful. So that's where I'm going. Nice. Got a little cabin up there? Yeah, a little cabin in the woods. Uh, just, uh, it's a creepy pretty, movie. Uh, off it's the, a creepy it's movie. It's pretty off the path, actually. Uh, Adam knows about it. He was up there last year to do some oh. ice fishing with me. Is the same yeah, ice fishing is, place? Oh boy! This is the ice fishing place. There's so, some stories. It is. Uh, it is. So everyone is aware. It's. It's on a dirt road, which is about a mile or two off, kind of the main highway. And then there, the driveway itself is about a mile long, and it is completely just sand, rock, dirt, like just nothing. Trees, basically. You know, we cleared basically as wide as you need to get a truck down there, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. So the trees actually hit your mirrors as you're driving down this uh, driveway. And the cabin itself, it has, uh, it's completely off the grid. So no electrical service, no internet service, no water service, no nothing. Oh. Um, we are we are living a good life. Uh, although we do have a generator, so we can get some electricity to do some things, uh, but it's limited. So... It's uh, it's the good life out there, man. Cell phone signals? No cell phone signal? Yeah, yeah that uh, works. Barely. barely. I mean, it, it's kind of hit or miss sometimes, but, you know, we, we got enough to maybe play some music or a podcast or two. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All so, you need. Enough to be able to, like, uh, relax when you're calling it a night and you can't fall asleep quite yet. It works perfect. Although yeah. that walk sucks when it's about three feet of snow. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that's one of the best stories is uh, when you when you get up there in the winter, like I said, it's a mile long driveway. Uh, nobody's regularly plowing our driveway for us. So you get up there in the winter and all of a sudden you realize, wait a second, there was two feet of snow over the past couple of weeks. Uh, how are we going to do this? <laughs> and the trucks only make it so far before they're either stuck or blocked by being uh, plowed in or something like that. So. Yeah, we had to make that walk, what was it, four times? I think we did it four time? times. Yeah. It's like a mile, whatever it is, four times in the snow. Yeah, it was two fun. Feet of snow, carrying our gear. It Ooh. was uh, it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long trip. It's like the old stories, a uh, mile and a half uphill both ways. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what no fun. two feet of snow feels like. That's, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't want to do that. I'm good. You know <laughs> what, though? When you're up there... You just, it's all worth it as soon as you get to uh, Bucktail, and then you just enjoy the night. Drew knows what I'm talking about. Oh, boy. That's, nope. that's, the, strip, that's the strip club. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go. <laughs> those, I have no idea what you're talking Those are some uh, offensive linemen, okay? Those are future Badger players. <laughs> oh, boy. No offense, no offense. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Those are not the stories I wanted to hear. <laughs> I wasn't even there. I just listened to other people's story. <laughs> no comment on this side. Uh, smart. Smart on your side. <laughs> One other thing I do want to mention is that uh, the Bucks are currently playing right now. If uh, you don't know, we are coming to you from the uh, you know greater Midwest, Milwaukee area here. 
and we got some sports fans, at least Adam. Drew's not the biggest sports fan, but he does root for the home teams. And uh, we are watching the Bucks try and uh, make a 25-point comeback here as they're up one. Um, You know, I don't know what you're rooting for, Adam, because I know you uh, have some, uh, you know, things we won't talk about about this game, but... As long as Miami wins or loses by less than nine points, I'm happy with the outcome. How uh, how are you feeling? You know, you're you're actually a season ticket holder. You know, how how do you feel about everything that's been going down? You know, you haven't been able to go to the games now with all the shutdowns. You know, I, I don't know exactly how that works about like getting some money back or how that all kind of works with yeah. you and what you're you know kind of missing out on. Uh. You know, I went to a lot of games. I have a full. I was a full season ticket holder. Um, so the atmosphere alone, it's a new arena. Um, I will stand by. There's not a bad seat in the house from the way they built it, where every seat, it's not like the old arena where you're cocking your head one way or the other based on what corner you're in. Um, every seat's a good seat, so I could sit anywhere and be happy. Um, I but you don't have to do that. You, you don't, don't have to. You do don't that. have to do so, that. <laughs> I yeah, I absolutely love going. Um, the Bucks were pretty close to fantastic, I'd say. Uh, and I'm one who backed out of my membership for next year. Just uh, you know, baby on the way, not knowing what to expect. Need to save some money. Not going to go to games. Um, and then with the unknown, with the virus and everything, and you know, they refunded you money. They transferred it over next year. They gave us a bunch of deals. You know, whatever the case was, they worked with you, and uh, that was pretty great. And I, I think the Bucks were one of the only franchises still pl- paying their employees after everything happened uh, yeah. in March. Um, and I, maybe it was the Bucks and Brewers. I don't remember. I know Milwaukee was, um, which is pretty phenomenal with how you know everyone's been dealing with this. So. Um, I it sucks to not be at the games, but I am happy I can just watch it. That's all I've been looking for is just watching sports again. Yeah, it's exciting to have, finally have it back. I didn't know I didn't know you opted out for next year. You're not uh, not going to be there. Uh, but... Yeah, uh, I made the decision late when uh, we were given an extension, and I was like, "Yeah, we got a baby coming on the way. I think uh, this is where I'm going to be cutting back on some costs." Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's probably going <laughs> to be pretty hard. Idea. <laughs> not only that, but being able to get to that many games, you're probably not going to be able to do either. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, got some other stuff coming up, but oh, that's cool. I, yeah, I'd, I wasn't sure exactly kind of how that plays out. You know, if they're, you know, everything that happened, what what you know happens with your season tickets and what you get back for for cash or however they do that. So that's that's cool that they work with you at least. And yeah, it know. was it's pretty good. And uh, you know, I like I didn't make every game. I'd give tickets away i sold a lot of tickets um whether facebook uh stubhub Ticketmaster, whatever um and you know they refunded those and i made sure to work with people to get them their money back and i think ge- in general people were really good about it um at least from what i've seen through facebook so you know it's just a good uh fan base i think we have for the bucks even though they're being hated on by fans at the moment uh for some uh, real shit play, but they'll get there. I think they'll get back to it. <laughs> well, I think so too. You know, it's been tough. You know, uh, it sucks that they're one of the teams that are having some struggles here as as we get back to it. But I think it's yeah, it's once crazy get back into because the rhythm, like 
I've been watching basketball, I feel like, nonstop because it's on every day for eight hours. And so it's like having a podcast in the background. I just listen to whoever's playing while working. And it's just like my day flies by listening to it and being like, oh, what just happened? And some of these teams, it's like nothing ever happened. It's like they're they're playing the best defense I've ever played. Right. And shoot, making all their threes. I, I just don't get it. It's crazy to me. Well, you know, and, and kind of what, like Yana said, you know, like you're crazy if you don't think I had access to a gym. You know, when he was trying yeah. to play off that he didn't have, you know, I'm not playing, even playing basketball. I mean, bull, bullshit, dude. Yeah, he's probably got a full gym in his basement <laughs> of his mansion he's got. So yeah. Everybody's got access to these things. So it's not like they were taking time off. They were still shooting. But the fact that they're still, you know, all these teams are playing together so well and have a good, you know, that it doesn't seem like there was time off. It's crazy that they're all in this rhythm and they all can play as a yeah. team so well together. Just Everything I've watched in general still looks like they, nobody's missed a beat as far as teams go, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, it's and it is not an easy sport. Like it is a you're constantly running back and forth, and like these guys do not look winded. I know they had like thirty-ish no. days less than that to get back into like a plane in the bubble, but like I, you could never tell. It might be like more like early season because you know they're just getting back into it, but. Man, these guys are some crazy super athletes. No, the whole I mean, just the whole thing, like spacing and knowing where you need to be on the court is all yeah. part of this game. It's not just, you know, being able to shoot the ball or whatever. It's there's everything going on and knowing where all your teammates are on the court at at you know, at any time because that's where mm. they're supposed to be and they're there is just crazy. The fact and that that Yeah. They still haven't missed a beat. They're still everything's still running so smooth. It's crazy. <laughs> Three months, nothing and it's like it's just like yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess, uh, you know, we might as well start to actually get into some of our topics on the list. But I didn't want to miss out on that. We have kind of a light episode, and I wanted to have a little fun with uh, talking about, you know, where Drew's going since he's on, <laughs> on the road. And talk a little bucks since they're actually live on television right now as, as we podcast. And it's a rare kind of afternoon game, so it's kind of fun to to be able to talk about that as well, even though we're not a sports podcast. If you want to go see a, mm-hmm. or listen to a good sports podcast, I'll plug my boy PC Tunney and the old three-man weave there, which is a good podcast over there on thechairshot.com. So go check that out. I, I have yet oh. to guest on that one just because I don't have time. <laughs> but it is awesome. They get, they get some good guys on there talking about a lot of sports stuff. So go check that out. Good plug. Good thing we didn't talk Brewers, though. I could have went for the next hour ranting on that shit. <laughs> maybe one of these days, maybe we'll do a we'll do a sports uh, sports if talk. Guys, if you guys do that, that's fine. I'll, I'll call back later. <laughs> okay, we'll see you later, Dad. Yeah. Talk to you later. <laughs> All right. Although the one thing I did was interested in with the basketball, and I think I heard this. And I'm sorry because I'm probably the only person in the universe that doesn't fully understand how this works. But uh, maybe go with me on this one. Um. What? Yep, go. Do your thing. All right, so what I wanted to talk about was they're all going to be playing in the same place, right? Or they all are playing in the same place? Is that how yep. it works? Yeah. Yep. They're all in Orlando in, uh, I think it's Disney slash ESPN's uh, sports complex. So they're all staying. The teams were all sent to, uh, the 22 teams were all sent to uh, different hotels within Disney. And then um, they're playing on one court. 
I think it's only one. There might be two, but I'm pretty I sure it's was... one court. Um, and so they're in a bubble. There, if you leave the bubble, uh, looking at you, Lou Williams going to go to the strip club. You <laughs> are quarantined for 14 days. So, uh, get out the bell. Yeah, I was about to say I, that sounds like the bell. There we go. Yeah, you, <laughs> Lou Williams. I guess they're like the best wings ever, though. So he went to the strip club for a reason. Uh, mm. anyway, they're in a. When bubble. you have a food Virginia named wings. after you at a strip club. <laughs> There's a little bit of a problem there. That's that's the difference with uh, like baseball. They're still traveling uh, state to state. Uh, there hasn't been as much a restriction on what players can can't do. You know, it's just kind of don't do this, but no one's really caring. Look at the Cardinals going to a casino and then they get uh, the virus. So, um, not saying it's a direct one for one, uh, but basketball they have been in this bubble hotels and everything for since July, early July. I think they went in there early July, something like that. End of June. I don't remember. They didn't start playing until the end of July. Okay. All right. Thanks. Yeah. I thought that's how it was working. I thought I heard something about that. I thought that was, I thought that was interesting. I was wondering if they couldn't keep that same model for other sports. Like I know obviously it's more difficult for like baseball, right? Cause you can't have that many I don't know. Maybe you can't have that many people at one place, but maybe you can't play enough games to make out a season uh, in enough time at one spot. But I wasn't sure if, you know, they could maybe take over like a uh, spring training complex where they have, yeah. you know, uh, 10 fields and just start going to town. Yeah, I think that was an idea, but they shut it down. Um, the Major players League Baseball and the against, players like, voted yeah. against it. Players Association shut down like everything. Uh which is fair. They're you know they're the ones at risk here, not the owners. But um, yeah, the basketball it's interesting. You know, it's roughly fifteen players a team, so it's not as many people per team. Baseball, you're jumping up to currently thirty a team, and if football tried to do it, that's fifty three players per team. Like, yeah. there's no way, no way it could be a bubble. Like, I basketball was probably the easier of the sports to do in a bubble. Uh, not saying it's easy by any imagine like these guys are millionaires with their mansions and now they're living in hotel rooms uh without their family or close ones like i can only imagine it's it probably sucks and it's just get through it that's that's totally a tough life i'm not uh advocating for it but i'm just saying that's you know something they could probably do on at least maybe baseball but yeah i agree football like you said teams are so big what are you gonna do yeah. One hotel per team? Yeah. <laughs> it's safe. Pretty much. They they they've kind of thrown out some options. A couple of people have had some ideas and you know, I I kind of had one as well on, on the last I don't know if it was the last DWI podcast or one before, but we were talking about it a bit too and there you could get creative with the schedules maybe a bit and you know, try and do like all your division games at one time so and you know, keep them all close together. You know, you could yeah. you know, say like okay, the Packers won the division so they host the, all the division games are going to be played in Green Bay for, you know, and you, you play those group of six games all together, you know, in the, over the course of the six weeks or whatever, however many weeks it takes. But all those teams can stay in one spot, you know, for that yeah. amount of time, get through all those games, and then play your other, you know, your AFC grouping. You always get grouped with a certain AFC con- division. You know, one team hosts somewhere, and then you all those guys, all those teams stay together and you finish, you know, play all the kind of those games in a group and you'd yeah. have to be creative a bit, but you could a little bit, but yeah, it's, there's no way unless 
my other thought was there's got to be enough uh, football fields somewhere in the Texas area in a certain oh, small yeah. enough radius <laughs> that you could bring all these teams down there and have a good handful of fields, like eight fields or whatever, and play all these games within a you know a minimal radius because there's football fields everywhere you know so in Texas so you could you could probably Definitely. do it there but yeah that's uh, they take over the whole town basically with all the players well, for a football team. <laughs> And especially since, like, uh, from what I've seen, there's not going to be fans, like, uh, which would be insane, like, uh, whether people know or not with, like, Green Bay, like, that's Green Bay's livelihood is the fact that there's always 78,000 people at every single game. Majority yeah, of the same. Like, I can't get my tickets. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Well, we are going to be long gone by the time our families get our tickets we signed up for. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, think about that. Like, think about all those people that make, you know, their entire nest egg, you know, a year just from parking, from people parking on their Insane. lawn. Yeah. Insane. You know, from really, realistically, what, eight games? You know, maybe you throw in a preseason or two and maybe a playoff. But if, ten, if yeah, ten games. So, yeah, it's like, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah I, those houses all around uh, Lambeau. And how they there anytime because that's where I park because it's cheaper and you get to talk to people. Usually you get a beer out of it and some free food mm-hmm. and then you walk to mm-hmm. the game and uh, any of the exactly that's the way you do it if you if you're in Wisconsin or in Green Bay for that matter. But like all these people with their extended garage, they're extra built on top of their house where it's like yeah the all the parking paid for this <laughs> all the money i get from parking went to this i don't pay it's, it's a second income yeah and it's amazing i mean you can be like a mile away from the stadium and you're still getting five bucks a car to park on the oh, yeah. it's, it's crazy oh yeah it's better it's cheaper than the lot anyway and everybody's so friendly there and and yeah like like adam said you pretty much like the last game we went to, you know, it was kind of pouring rain to start, you know, when we first got there and we were just sitting under where we parked. We kind of just, we found an awning and just kind of hung out under there and everybody was like, we had our own beer, but what guy walked up like, Oh yeah, we just made some cooked up some ribs. You want some? Like, yes, of course we do. Thank you. (laughs) Like, absolutely. Sure. Thanks. And yes, I do. I have no idea who you are, but we make friends and Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, you you get that That's camaraderie, is. which is different. You know, you don't get that. <laughs> yeah, we any house we parked at, you start talking to the owner. They find you a spot. You give them the uh, the money for it. You know, I twenty bucks if closer. You know, like it's not crazy. And uh, they're always like, "Yeah, I got some brats going. We got beer, whatever you want." Uh, and to find out, none of them. They're like, "Oh yeah, we don't go to the game. We just watch it at home." And I'm just like, "It's crazy. <laughs> it's such a crazy life up there. It's so uh. like." Yeah, I can see Lambo in my backyard, or yeah, I can just watch the big. Uh, it's like the people who put out the lawn chairs because they can see the scoreboard from oh. their house. So yeah. it's like having a big screen TV to, that they don't have to pay for. Insane. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Well, that's what's so kind of nice about that. It's kind of like Wrigley Field, you know. It's it's right there in the middle of a res. It's a residential area, and then all of a sudden, boom! Yep. There's a giant Lambo Field football stadium, like right in your backyard. Basically, it's. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy stuff. All right, well, let's get well, going here. We'll eventually get to video yeah. games. Yeah, tune in. The... Yeah. Hey, that, was, that was my fault. So. <laughs> and no one else to blame. 
talking sports here on a winner as you. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm sorry to say that, the, well, I'm happy for the Bucks, but I'm sorry for your son of a bitch. Certain <laughs> thing is apparently they decided to just kick the living shit out of the Heat in the fourth quarter and the second half, basically. And down 25, and they win by 14. So that's, a, that's quite the turnaround son there. Son of a bitch. Nine and a half, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, well, you know, shit happens. Just a bit outside. <laughs> <laughs> I so okay. We're back to sports. Dynamite uh, drop-in money and broadcast school has really paid off. God, I love it. So I, I was looking at the Brewers lineup yesterday and being like, "Who the fuck are these guys?" And immediately it was all the major league gifts and major league sound bits. <laughs> where uh, of like, who are who is this team that we're putting out on the field? Shitty. And then they win. <laughs> and then they win. <laughs> I uh, my favorite gif and what I immediately popped into my head was like when uh, right in the start of Major League where they're scrolling he's like this guy here is dead <laughs> we'll cross him off the list <laughs> so is movie. Is that when that. she was uh, trying to find uh, managers she's trying to put together the whole team because she wants the team to lose right. so that they, she can sell it and move it or whatever she's doing <laughs> and uh She's put together like the worst team she could possibly put together. <laughs> oh, such a classic movie. I love oh, it. It's great. And they filmed it in Milwaukee. It adds to yeah. it. It's that Wisconsin thing. Right Wisconsin over there in the uh, third world country stadium. Yeah. That's the Forgot Wisconsin thing. Hey, they filmed that movie in Milwaukee. Yeah. That there in Wisconsin. A major League and Mr. Baseball. That's what we got. <laughs> that's our that's our claim to fame. No, no, that wasn't Mr. Baseball. Mr. 3000. Mr. Baseball was a oh. whole different movie. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> no uh, video game talk today oh for boy. you guys, That's for your it. listeners. That's, it. That's all we have for you on episode 7 of A Winner Is You. Join us next week when we talk hockey. <laughs> Playoffs. Hockey. Yeah. Let's oh, do it. Love it. Hey, you You may be laughing, but I can't do that. So. Yeah. I say that's the one. That's the one Drew would talk about. Right. That's fair. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, let's actually talk about the couple things we do have on our list for this week's episode. Well, uh, I saw some news on some Marvel Avengers and exclusive characters. I thought we'd uh, we'd start off with that one. The Nintendo Entertainment System and my favorite Legos have joined forces. G4 TV is back in some way, shape, or form. And finally, PlayStation's State of Play revealed some new games, at least some trailers, some demos, of what's to come for the PlayStation 5. Let's get into it. Trying to find a reason to play this soundbite. Big money! Big prizes! I love it! Does anybody know what that's from? <laughs> nope, that's over uh, my head. Yeah. Uh, 
It sounds kind of like Blades of Steel Ooh. from the NES, but I don't think it's exactly that. It does. It does sound like the 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 voices from Blades of Steel, but it is not from Blades of Steel. But I do like that choice. It's actually from Super Smash TV for the Super Nintendo, which was an awesome game. It was kind of like a, I guess, similar to like Robotron or something like that, where it's just you're going into different rooms and waves of guys come at you, and you got to you know eliminate all the guys and get your way to the end, and you collect you know upgraded weapons and things like that on on your way through. So. Yeah, but I don't know. I had it stuck in my head. I like it. So I like the sound of it. I played it at random. It has don't, nothing to do with what we're talking about. But you know, don't know when we'll we'll use it. But never, we will. never. <laughs> but you know, it's there. It's at the ready. So there you go. <laughs> so we talked. Uh, was it last week or the week before about Marvel's Avengers? Uh, one of the new games that's coming out uh, for the PlayStation and for the Xbox, and I'm not sure if it was PC as well, but. Yep, Coming out PC for all the too. systems. Was it PC? Okay. Yeah. Um, but it looks like they're adding a new wrinkle to this thing with exclusive characters. And the first one that pops up here is Spider-Man is going to be a character in this game, but only available for the PlayStation. How do you guys? How do you feel about this, Adam? You got the PlayStation. How do, you know, you get to play as Spider-Man, but you might lose out on somebody else when it comes down to this thing. I'm guessing this isn't going to be the only one we hear about. Yeah, it's the first one to start, and so, like, you know, it makes a lot of sense, right? Because Sony owns, well, technically it's Sony crazy. owned the, <laughs> was that a sound bit? What was that? It's crazy. Was that me talking double? No, yeah. uh, maybe. Was that you? Was I crazy? don't know what it was. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> anyway, back to it. Uh, it makes too much sense, you know, with Sony uh, owning the rights to Spider-Man, uh, kind of, because Marvel and them kind of split it. So, obviously, the exclusive uh, Spider-Man game that I know half of us have played um, is currently on PlayStation 4. Um, they're making the, mile, the Miles Morales for PlayStation 5. Um, so, it makes sense that uh, Spider-Man will be joining this game, but only for PlayStation, um, which is fine by me, because I play PlayStation. But the... I've been looking to see, and at the moment, there are no exclusive uh, characters coming to Xbox or PC. I could see that changing, uh, but I was just kind of looking into it because I was like, okay, I get Spider-Man, but who does uh, Xbox get and who does PC get? And uh, like how the quote kind of that I saw was that Marvel's Avengers won't get exclusive characters on PC or Xbox. And I was like, uh... Okay, I guess. Uh, well, at least I get the bonus character uh, next year, so that's cool. <laughs> this is a this is a super interesting way to do game exclusives. I mean, I don't know if we've ever seen this in the past where they offer exclusive things inside the game uh, to specific uh, consoles. I mean, has any other game done that? The only thing I can think of, I can't, I don't even remember the game, but there, oh man, there's a game that does it where Nintendo gets the Zelda, gets Link as a character in the game, and no other uh, console gets Link, and I, Ooh. God forbid, I can't remember the name of the game. What would was, that be? It was some kind of fighting game, obviously. Uh, That'd be interesting to know what game that is. Because when you think... I guess... 
Yeah. I guess, like you said, it makes sense, right? Because you said Spider-Man's a Sony-owned thing, so you know, I I can see that. Ha- um, you know, maybe that means that it won't. I don't know if Microsoft owns any uh, superhero or Marvel exclusive, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> maybe maybe this is the only one that'll happen. But I think it's it's really interesting, and I. I, my initial reaction was like, this is crazy. Like, th- I can't believe they're going to do this where they you know, split up the game so you can only get bits and pieces of the game depending on what console you own. I thought it was a terrible idea. Uh, but, you know, I guess, you know, whatever. I, I guess if the alternative is you don't get the game on every console, you just get you know, either it's on your console or not. I mean, maybe that's the way to do it. So, uh, I really want to remember what this game is because now that it, I'm continuing to think about it, I believe Xbox... Master Chief is one of their is their character that's exclusive for this game as well. Ooh. And no I'm idea. Never gonna get it now. I want to say it's something like a Smash Brothers type of game. Uh, if um, basically but... you're saying it's a fighting game, that would be my guess of what kind of game. But like all I can think of then is those Smash. But that's but Nintendo, that's Nintendo only. exclusive, right? right. I mean, Smash Brothers is yeah. Nintendo. So right. I don't know. Damn it. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'll figure. I'll remember it in about three hours, and I'll text you guys what it is. So <laughs> that's it's usually gonna be, it's gonna be something like Tekken or something like that. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's right. It's yeah. Mortal Combat. You can play as Link. <laughs> it's something. It's a game like that. It's a game that's like a hybrid of that and, and Super Smash Brothers or something. But I, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna figure it out. Google searching is not helping me. So, damn you, Google. Um, uh, maybe I need to get on Bing. <laughs> <laughs> Bing will help you. If, uh, if only Sean was here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I can't. Yeah, I mean, that does make sense with the, you know, the tie into Sony. I, I honestly, I didn't even think about that. That, you know, Sony kind of owning the, at some, here owning the rights more or less to Spider Man. You know, yeah. the, particularly when it comes to that whole DC universe, but it wouldn't be. I I can't imagine that they'd be the only ones, even though they're all saying nobody else is getting exclusive characters. That that's really kind of surprising. That you know, Xbox or PC wouldn't come out and say, "Hey, I'm getting somebody." You know, here's some money. Here, take the money. And uh, how yeah. how much does it cost to get Hawkeye? Okay, I want. Okay, how, how much more does it cost to get the Winter Soldier? Because yeah, <laughs> they retcon that. They put Hawkeye in the game, and we. T- I was talking shit about that when when we talked about it a couple weeks ago, where I was like, "Oh, I guess we don't include Hawkeye though." But uh, he's in the game now, he is. so everybody gets him. So Xbox, good on you for getting Hawkeye. You know, right. even though everyone's got him. All right. Well done. So, yeah, there's got to be somebody out there that they'll they'll that's maybe not in the game as as a regular character that they'll you know. Say like okay, we're we'll give you some extra money if you design whoever. I don't know. I don't know who's not in there. Yeah. I guess at this point, but that's that's realistically it. Is that if you you got to hope that you know Microsoft's going to be like, I'm going to pay this amount of money to get uh, Office three six five superhero into uh, this game. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive for the PC in a Marvel's Avengers Clippy. 
<laughs> yes. Oh, jeez. I'd love that. I would, I'd be like, shit, I got to get that game on PC for Clippy. <laughs> right? Yeah. It'd be unstoppable. I just wonder... I just wonder if this opens the door to kind of more interesting uses of this style of like segregating the or kind of yeah. exclusives to specific consoles. Like I can imagine a Grand Theft Auto game where you know like only one island is the PlayStation only island, one island is the Xbox only island. You know, and maybe <laughs> have one that's kind of shared. And I and I, I think you know as I'm thinking through this, I don't know if I like it or not. You know, I, yeah. I don't know if it's if this is something where, you know what, I think that's good for uh, video games or I think this is terrible for video games. So Yeah, I the only things I can think of is that, like, uh, games that are on each. Well, I guess I don't even know if Fortnite's on, like, PC. But uh, Fortnite on PlayStation gives you PlayStation-exclusive, like, uh, cosmetics. Um, and so I would only imagine they do the same for Xbox, PC, whatever. Uh, Nintendo, I think it's on Nintendo too, um, and so I'm sure there's something like that. But it's not a hey, you get this character because you play it on PlayStation or whatever the case is. Um, I could see things getting that way only because, like, having played uh, Call of Duty Warzone and um, there's crossplay currently, where in the load screen you can see who's playing on Xbox, PlayStation, or PC which to me always kind of sucks because I think PC players have the advantage, especially if they've been playing that way for a long time with the point-and-shoot versus me trying to move my thumb on a controller. Um, but that's kind of... I remember, And if you take that feature off, it takes forever to find a game. So um, whether that's still the same case now. But yeah, I've never seen something or know of something that's like this. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know if I'm I a mean, big that- fan of it. Go ahead, Drew. That brings up a big topic of crossplay, right? Like, you know, maybe maybe that's something we should add in later, or we can talk about it now. But just crossplay in general is something that has been coming for a long time, and people have been really excited for. Uh, but you know, you're highlighting like maybe one of the negatives of that, uh, and it's the different input methods, right? Like PC, when you have a mouse and keyboard, it, it's undeniable that you can be more accurate, especially on first-person shooter-style games. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you you have to have some sort of aim assist or auto aim or whatever the, you know, name du jour is. But it's uh, t- to control that with a controller, your thumb can only be so accurate. Uh, so it's interesting to see kind of now that crossplay exists, you know, what we, what it's like in reality. Uh, you know, like you said, like you're 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 not wanting to play as much when there's a bunch of PC players in there because you don't think you can be as competitive. So. Yeah, I you can tell because um, you watch it and like being used to a you know I'm used to using a controller and knowing there is a delay it's not as easy um, versus like I watch someone and it's like how do they snap to my head and you know the first thing you're thinking is they're cheating but oh no they're probably on PC because they can move their mouse and snap to me you know because it is a lot of practice it's not easy either way. Um, but that's why there's like esports and professional gamers that are like, they have figured out exactly the movements and it's all wrists or it's not all wrists. It's elbow. You don't actually move your wrist and, you know, without getting too crazy into it, but like there are advantages and disadvantages. Cause like, I don't want to use a mouse and keyboard for racing, uh, games, but you can plug in a controller into your PC and now race. So, um, 
you can't necessarily do that with a like think Xbox. I think you can plug in a keyboard and mouse if you want to. Um, I think they did make it compatible. I'd have to look into that though before just saying that's how it works. But I don't think you can with PlayStation. Well, and I think this is, you know, kind of like you said, this is some of the negatives of of it where. You know, you're kind of limited if you're going to do these kind of things with exclusive exclusivity because the crossover or being able to play, you know, multiplayer or something against other consoles is going to be impossible if, you know, you wanted to make this cross platforms and somebody wants to play a Spider-Man on PlayStation. Well, you you know, is that going to be possible when you're doing that with other consoles? And, you know, some of the things mm-hmm. I, I I'm kind of surprised they haven't done already, but. You know, I don't really play them, but unlike the Call of Duties and games like that, could you not have PlayStation or Xbox or PC exclusive maps for multiplayers and things like that? Where, yeah. hey, I'm going to, you know, if you buy it on PC, you get these cool maps and these different, you know, levels that you can play where you don't get those, you know, on another console. And I could see them doing that somewhere. And that really. How do you do that? You know, other than just saying, yeah. okay, those get turned off when you're playing online, and like, well, you know, that's kind of shitty a little bit. I think you know, it's, it makes it a little harder. They kind of do that now. Um, you know, playing with people that have bought the, uh, you know, super version or DLC or you know whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, it's DLC, but uh, where like I don't have the DLC because I. I'm not spending that extra $50 for the game I already bought um, versus the people who did buy it. And they will get an error note that says, hey, you can't play on these specific maps you own because your uh, party doesn't own them. And like there's an error message that says you can't play. Oh, well, well, I can't play with you on these maps unless you buy it, too. It's like, well, I guess I can't play with you uh, or you wasted money, essentially, like. I could see it going that route, which would uh, suck. I would put it that way. It would suck. And I just think, you know, linking back to the Spider-Man thing, it's interesting this comes out now, right before we're probably going to find out the PlayStation 5 release date and pricing within this month and probably the next couple weeks. And it's like, hey, on top of that, in 2021 for Marvel's Avengers, you also get Spider-Man. No one else does. Uh, take that Xbox Series X. <laughs> <laughs> right, and they got nothing. They got no comeback. They got nothing to talk about. I, I, that's what really surprises me about it, is that they're you know, if these if Sony's the only one to have an exclusive character for this game, I, I would really be surprised if that ends up being the Ended final up. thing. Yeah, I for now like from what I'm like I really looked into this trying to find. Okay, who is Xbox getting? Or who's PC getting? And I to see quotes that are like only PlayStation is getting Spider-Man, and there's no other plan for others. Like, like see it changing down the road, but it's interesting. Only one, like that would really suck if I didn't play PlayStation. I had Xbox, and I was like, well, what the hell? I want to play Spider-Man, right? And it, yeah, it certainly maybe I guess will make you think twice if if you know that's a game you're really into or whatever it may make you think twice about what console you get. So, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing for the, for Sony. It's definitely, you know, more power to them if they can do it, but just surprising that this would be the only thing that comes out of this, I guess it is what I'd be surprised about. Yeah, definitely. I, I could see it changing, but I could also see it not changing. So we lost Drew. 
which we weren't surprised because we expected that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if he comes back on. Oh, oh, oh and he's back on oh, already. Look at it this. might be. Look he froze this. and he was gone. And now he's back. Well, all right. Welcome he's... back. <laughs> That's what I need. I need to get Welcome Back, Cotter, as, my, as a song. I don't have that one. It's a good one. We could just They've do been this playing one. This is what I come back to. Yeah. Okay, yeah. boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so good. I, I, I don't think that's software. I'm, I'm getting to the north woods. There's barely any signal up here. I can tell as yeah. you talk through that potato of yours. I can tell. It's on his Nokia stick phone, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> those those last forever. They can't They're break. Too. You can throw them miles. <laughs> it's like uh, what was uh, Dwight's phone? What, that German phone or whatever they had. Oh yeah. He <laughs> could chuck against the wall. Look at that. It's not gonna. It's unbreakable. <laughs> Wasn't that the iPod? Uh, like the knockoff iPod thing. That's what it was. Yeah, it was yeah. a knockoff iPod. That's right. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Oh, you so broke it. No, I'm just kidding. Have I, have I dislodged the uh, potato? Am I better now? A little bit. You're getting there. You sound a lot better. Not a robot now. Good. Good. Enjoy that, listeners. It'll be fun. Well, this will be this will be a good topic then for you guys. Now that now that Drew's back, since you already have a young one, and Adam, you got a young one coming. Oh boy. We got to talk Legos. We got to talk a little Legos. Ooh. And Lego has made a deal with Nintendo. I guess I didn't even notice. They made a deal with Nintendo. And just recently here on August 1st, they released a handful of different cool little Super Mario Lego sets. And then the one I really wanted to mention was a, a it doesn't work, but a fully built Lego Nintendo Entertainment System. Yep. Like how fucking cool is that? It it is awesome. Uh, it looks amazing. Good good luck though if you want one now because the pre pre orders you had to be like one of the first people. I should have uh, bought. I should have bought it. Yeah, yeah uh, a very cool two hundred and thirty dollars. But yeah. uh, like like uh, Dan, you've mentioned Lego. It's not like Legos are cheap by any means, especially if you're getting something that's like this. Uh, it's gonna cost over two hundred dollars. So. This is awesome. Like, I would love to build this. Um, and just, like, looking through the details of, like, they even made it so that you could slide the Lego cartridge into the Lego system. Yeah. It's insane. They got a Lego it's cartridge insane. of Super Mario Brothers, and the, the system <laughs> actually opens up so you can slide in just like you would a Nintendo cartridge. Do you have to yep. blow on it to make it work? <laughs> yes. I think you do. <laughs> You yeah, have to so kind of push it, push it up and down five times. Yeah, <laughs> got to hold the console up on a sixty-two degree angle, just right. <laughs> Slowly slide the console or the cartridge down into there, without pushing too hard, just enough to get the connection. You got to hear that sweet click. You don't want to do it too hard, <laughs> and you don't want to do it too light. Just a sweet click right in, like, and you know it's gonna play. <laughs> like this, that the comes it's with so a TV. It's, I know, I love it. And so how the screen moves. How, it's so amazing how everybody 
had their own technique for how to get the cartridges <laughs> to work. Like everybody, and you knew your system, right? Like you had the the technique yep. that worked in there. Like everybody's was different. It's so funny. Yeah, you knew <laughs> you knew your system, and you knew which games needed what to work. Like it wasn't every cartridge worked the same too. It was like, ah, oh, shit, this is the one I gotta put in at a, like a little funky of an angle, just so that it clicks in. <laughs> or it's like, if I don't put it in just right, it's not gonna work. <laughs> this, this one I have to leave. That's this what she one said. I have to push this one I have to push up and down three times, take it in and out four times, and then uh, hold my hand over it and then push start. Yeah. Oh, it was God. Not... Classic, classic video yeah, games right it's there. Beautiful. I mean, the ridiculousness of detail, too. Like, the little TV that it comes with and has, like, a crank um, that you can, that it goes through a little, you know, a little bit of a, you know, kind of a view of the gameplay on on the TV. But, like, the TV has an antenna that they put on there. It has the red and yellow uh, composite plugs on the back. Like, that's, like, completely unnecessary. But, like, the attention to detail that these guys do is just absolutely insane. It's it's a job that I would absolutely love, I think, is one of those people that you take an idea and you figure out how do we turn this into Lego? Like, that's like part of it is like, OK, we have this thing. How do we make it work with Legos to make all the pieces and whatever? Like someone thought of this and made this like this is so awesome. Right. Putting I, the pieces I don't know together. Where, I don't get it. I don't know where I'd put this. Uh I would love to build this though, and like the rotating screen and Mario, you can—he uh, kind of goes up and down. Uh, yeah, awesome, so awesome. So, with that, I'll ask: What other game or whatever would you like to see come out of this? As far as like, obviously, the Nintendo Entertainment System—it's one thing, but. Other Lego sets. I'm going to guess that they're not done with just Mario. What other kind of sets would you like to see out of Lego that would be interesting to you as far as Nintendo characters go? I mean, it's got to be a Zelda one, right? It has to be. And it has to be, you know, you could have the... I don't know know what would be the most iconic thing. I mean, it would have to probably start with Legend of Zelda, the the original uh, Zelda Mm -hmm. game, and... You know, maybe it'd be the Triforce. Uh, maybe it'd be, you know, our logo, Link holding up uh, a uh, a sword, something <laughs> like that. It would definitely have to kind of fall into the Zelda category for me, for sure. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I think like thinking about it, it's kind of got to be classic things, right? Like, I don't know if it's necessarily a new Nintendo, like a Switch type game. Like, this really fits with these old games and old style. I like to me because I played Super Mario. I played um, all the Mario type games as kids. You know, just being kids and really playing it. I think we talked about that on the first first podcast. But the because to me one of the games that I could just always play was uh, Mario Kart, which you know wasn't really Nintendo sixty four. So like a Nintendo sixty four version of this with Mario Kart, I would have to have that. It'd, it'd be so awesome and like i just seeing how this one's put together and how it works like thinking of the track moving side to side as you you know turn the crank or whatever they create and mario and his cart moving left to right with a nintendo 64 console i like i would love it that was my childhood growing up was playing that game on nintendo 64 i think so, if, it, 
if it's going to be 64, it's got to be OOT, uh, Ocarina of Time. I mean, it's yeah. or well, actually, 64. Maybe it has to be GoldenEye. I don't know. Mm. GoldenEye, that's a good one too. Yeah, there's a lot of iconic games on 64, right? So, oh, 64 was the console. That was uh, a lot of Pokemon games came out then that were a lot of fun. Um, really got me into Pokemon. I'd say back then, I don't. I'm not as into it as I was, but that's where that's the thing right these old consoles like this makes perfect sense with the nes once you start getting to newer consoles it's a little harder of what fits this perfectly um but like my main gaming was nintendo 64 definitely as a kid yeah i think i think what you're gonna end up getting and i I think you're right on the money is is where you're gonna be looking at retro games i think for sure i i definitely see zelda at some point here coming out of this as you know some kind of play set that you can get with with link and you know maybe ganon and get princess as well you know and there's all the of some way shape or form of, of just minifigures even of these guys yeah i mean there there definitely has to be pots that you can break that have rupees in them yeah right <laughs> yes there has to be throwable pots there has to be there has to be a treasure chest full of rupees <laughs> but I mean, you can easily do a minifigure with the with the Master Sword and the Hillian Shield, you know, going after it, and they, you know, easily do that. Wait, 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 wait. The what shield? What the Hillian Shield? What do you want? Hillian. Please, do- okay. Wait. Now, I now you have me saying Hylian. Oh, is it Hylian? I don't know. I always call it Hillian. So, what's the name of the the area they live? Hyrule? Hylia? No, Hyrule. Yeah, Hyrule. Yeah. yeah. The, Hi- the, the Hylians live in Hyrule and they have Hylian <laughs> shields, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Hylian, you, took, you really took me off guard with that one. <laughs> Sorry. I no that's why I've always here. said it. <laughs> no idea here. I make up words every day, so I have no idea what it is. <laughs> oh, no, it's always funny because, you know, a lot of times you, like, I, you know, maybe I... A lot of times you only read words, right? So you don't exactly know what they actually are pronounced like. Maybe you've only read that word. And I wasn't sure if maybe Hyrule and Hylian were one of those things for me. Like, I've maybe never heard that in life. Yeah. It's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, okay. yeah no, I've always called it Hyrule, but then I always, I always say Hylian for yeah. the, you know... People who live there are Hillians, and it's the Hillian Shield. I don't know. I guess that's the way I've always said it. I don't know. That's true. Those Hillians. Damn Hillians, because they live on the hill. I don't know. I am by, I am by no means trying to call you out on that. Yeah. I, would th- I thought maybe I didn't know what's going on. No, so. no. It's just, uh, yeah, we got, our, we got our own differences in how we say it, I guess. I like it. <laughs> but I think also, Adam for sure that we're going to get super Mario Kart carts that you can get in a set yeah. where oh, you can build yeah. the different yeah. carts with the different characters of Yoshi and Mario and Toad and Bowser and Donkey Kong. I bet you we get the whole group from super, what is it? Eight, eight different guys from super Mario brothers. Yeah. I think it was only, eight I didn't even one, think but... about Donkey Kong either. Like Donkey Kong alone could be one. You could uh... do Donkey Kong for sure. Yeah, I mean, you can get the the green shells, the red shells, the blue shells with the Mario Kart set. Like that'd be yeah, that'd be some banana cool. or something. That'd be awesome. that'd be pretty cool. I yeah, I right away my thought was Mario, Luigi, uh, Toad, 
and Yoshi, which, you know, is only four of the eight, but that's the first thought I had was those four. Yeah. And I think that's just because those are the ones that my family always played as. Um, I think Mario, you'll get, Mario I think number you'll get one. That. I was always Toad. I like Toad. He was good. But I think that's what you're going to get. I think you'll get a set of, like, you can buy a set of two, and it'll be, like, Mario and Luigi carts yeah. with a... I, I'm always get the guy's name wrong. Lakitu with the little starting thing, you know, in his cloud. Yep. You'll get yeah, him. You'll get He's him. He's the up one there. I, I and I. <laughs> how I say it is Lakitu. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know what's right, but that's how I say it. That's how I read oh, it and say it. <laughs> I, think, I think that's how I said it too, but I wasn't gonna push the Lakitu. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely could be right. I. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're probably right, but I always read it Lakitu. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I bet you that's what you get. You're going to get that. Or, or you'll get Mario and Bowser as the two carts or something like But you'll get them in different packs. You could probably pick up, you know, the different carts with the different groups. That's an easy one to do. I mean, I've got a, yeah. a Lego set of a of a cart racer already. You know, that's that's I think that's something that could easily, easily put together. That would Definitely. be an awesome set to have, I think. That'd be a cool one to have laying around. Yeah, because they're not all going to fit this, like, you know, I when I first think about it, I was thinking, oh, another TV with a Nintendo 64, but they're yeah. not all going to look like this one. They're all going to be different in some way. And, you know, having them in their carts is a really good idea. And I saw there's, like, a... This comes with, like, a Mario, like, Lego Bluetooth thing. I, I don't know if it comes with this, or that's just one of the Lego things for Mario, uh, or, well, I should say Nintendo... And I could see them having it for each character uh, becoming a thing. And, you know, you put them on top of this TV and it's like, oh, you own this. And then, oh, you also own the cart and you own this and this and, you know, all these different things. Yeah, I could definitely see them doing that. You know, they're definitely going to expand. I just, you know, because I could think of some other ones, you know, that you could probably put out there, you know. And I don't think they're going to be another one like a console with a TV or anything, but you'll get just sets of different things. But. Like I yeah. thought, Excite Bike could be a good one too, because you could definitely do motorcycles and things, and do a little, yeah, you know, a little thing with ramps and stuff that you could get in a yeah. set, you know. But definitely, I think they're, you know, maybe down the road, but certainly they're going to start with iconic characters and, and things that will get people's attention. Like you know, the Mar- Mario Kart's a huge one and an easy one to do, and uh, you know, Zelda would be a perfect one because that's their you know second most iconic character. Like I could see them doing something with Punch Out. You know, obviously you can't use Mike Tyson, sure, but yeah. you could probably do something with Punch Out if you wanted to. You know, and Donkey Kong for sure. You know, but you know, and they could go down the road somewhere eventually and, and do more of that. But yeah, I'm with you on, on the Mario Kart. I think that's definitely the starting point. Um, keeping it in the Mario and, family. You know, looking into this, I didn't realize they had like a. I knew of this, the NES. I'd seen this previously and was like, "Oh, that is awesome." You can literally build a whole Mario world, which I did not know they currently have, of all the connecting pieces. And as you get more uh, parts of the world, they all connect together to make a big world of parts. And, like, I just saw that now, and I'm like, uh, this is awesome. Like, you is literally... Is like one 1-1? Yeah, piece by piece. Really? Yeah, you can buy a diff- couple different sets. Um, they did, and they just everything just got released in August here, and, and you can buy just a handful of different sets that have like, you know, the different parts of the level basically. And you have this, you can build kind of a level yep. if you wanted to. I mean, it's not. Yeah. yeah. 
It's but, like recreate. It, that's what it is, though. It's like recreating Mario when you're looking like you know you're at this loading screen. It's not loading, but you're at the jumping into world one one or whatever, you know. And it's like you follow the path to go to the different places. Like this reminds me of that when it's all connected together, and like you can start with, which is probably cheaper than you know buying the NES. Is you start with Bowser's uh, castle slash ship, and then you know I want Mario's house, and then you piece by piece put it together. It kind of reminds me of uh, like the Christmas villages people get, where oh, it's like their crazy ass village they put together over the years. This oh. would be my version of that Christmas village. You got it. Mario Legos. You can't. Yeah. I, oh, that, that I hundred percent agree that this is going to happen somewhere down the line where you can buy, you know, Princess Peach's castle, and mm-hmm. you can buy Toad's houses, and then yeah, you're build you build your <laughs> build your own city basically of of the world of you know Mario. <laughs> Yeah, they currently have nine. Well, technically, it's eight like places you can build, and then uh, the ninth one is characters, where it's like all the different uh, villains. Essentially, it's not, but it's like you know, like all the different ones you're gonna see, like Bolt Bill and Goombas and all the other shit you're gonna see on a level. They have a bunch of those. Like that's that's awesome. Can you buy? Can you get? Do the Goombas come where you can flatten them? Like you, you should. Yeah. Uh, like you that's just Goomba called stepping up. on the. <laughs> that's called stepping on the Legos. <laughs> <laughs> Which will happen. <laughs> <laughs> that will help happen, and you're gonna scream bloody murder because that hurts like shit. But I think then this is a good time to just go ahead and uh, pay those bills and uh, do that little you know commercial break that we love so much. So let's do that. We'll be right back with a winner is you after a word from my God, our sponsor. Now a word from my god, our sponsor. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Well, that doesn't sound good. We'll have to we'll fix that, that one. Did not, that did not sound right. Wow. What's that all about? Look at that. Weird. Did, they, did it get messed with? Did it, I know they changed, the, uh, changed it recently because they took out my favorite part. Uh, did. I changed you gotta it. Get, you got to get PC on the phone and tell them we need that shield shit back now. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We got no sponsor today. That's it. Uh, cut it in later. Fired. Cut it in. People are fired. <laughs> All right, we got one more. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Well, very sorry about that angry lemonade, but you're, uh, you know, the commercial's not working. I don't know what's happening, but you can go to angrylemonade.net and get your get your stickers and illustrations there. I'll plug it myself. Go get your uh, skele- skele muerto because that's still my favorite. <laughs> it's because the shield part's gone. It's the shield, yeah. I swear to God, he took out the shield, and uh, you know, it's not very happy about it. It's done. This is what we get for trying to use uh, public domain music 
so that we don't get sued. This is what happens. This is what happens, Donnie, when you fuck a stranger in the ass. <laughs> I, You know, I've been meaning to ask, and granted, you know, who knows what of this is staying? Maybe all of it, maybe none of it. Uh, who is the woman that does that? Is she one of the, is she, uh... One of the wrestlers. That is that is Amber. She is she is a good friend of the show. She is the uh, loving better half of one Christopher Platt, who is the gentleman you hear in the initial chair shot promo. Got who it. Has, who has the beautiful sultry voice, and also has some sound bites because we always miss him. So I have my own little sound bites of him with attitude, bitch. Mama made me mash my M and M's. Yes. I love that. That's Christopher that is Platt. Awesome. He is he is a wonderful man and does a lot of different shows. He was on the DWI podcast for a while. He does he was on Chair Shot Radio. He does oh boy, what else does he do? He's on Three Man Weave. He's all over the place. And he is he is basically the voice of the chair shot because he has a beautiful voice. I love that. That's <laughs> awesome. I and I feel I'm Sorry, your name is so close to Chris Pratt, and people are ah. gonna think they're looking for the wrong person. I, I, it's awful. Yeah, you yeah. know maybe he'll change his name. I hope he does. Cause he uh, keep your name. He really should. I think we should start a coup, and then you know, him and uh, his partner on Pot Is War, Andrew Belaz, are running for president for 2020. So, <laughs> and since I am talking about that, you can go to prowrestlingtees.com. Slash the chair shot and get your Platt Belaz 2020 shirt if you would like I it. I saw that. As I well as get a winner is you and its current shirt, as well as its second shirt, which I'm shocked is not up already, but will be up shortly. Uh, which is it's dangerous to game alone. Take this, which will be there very soon. So keep an eye out for that, as well as the bandwagon nerds T-shirt, which is finally released as well. Get all your fun shirts. Go uh, show show the chair shot some love. Go support Platt and Belaz for their campaign into 2020's election. I don't know how far it's going to go, but, you know. <laughs> They'll get some votes. I'm sure they will. Why not? Why not? You get to write in. That's right a good, in. Uh, that's a good plug right there. Get all of our shirts. They're there. Get them. They're there. They're awesome shirts. They are. I'm not wearing... I wore mine on Sunday for the bandwagon nerds podcast to show it off so you know to the people that are watching you know because you know we're not a video podcast so so (laughs) but we should (laughs) should we should and what you know even if we're not you can wear your t-shirt while you're listening to the show you know and then just be thinking of us because you know it's awesome and the shirt's awesome and our next shirt's going to be awesome i can't wait i i'm I like part of me is like I wish I waited so I could get them both right away, but I'm glad I didn't wait because I'm just gonna buy more. And mine is shipped. It's uh, who knows when it's gonna be here. Uh, a little funky with the tracking, but I will proudly wear my shirt once it's here. Yeah, I know. I, I was gonna get the uh, well. I'm glad I kind of waited on the bandwagon nerds one because I was gonna order that right away. But knowing I was trying to get the second. The winner is used t-shirt out. I decided to just hold off instead of ordering it and I'll get both of them at the same time. So hopefully maybe by the end of the, by maybe by this weekend, by the time you listen to this show, our brand new shirt will be out there. So go get them both and support your, uh, your favorite podcast. Boom. 
Boom shagalaga. Boom shagalaga! <laughs> All right, one thing I want to touch on really quick, but, you know, as we talked earlier, you have not watched this before, but there was a, a channel on your regularly scheduled cable networks called G4TV that was around for, oh boy, about 12 years, I think. It started in 2002. Yep. And it got shut down in 2014, I believe, but was a really great network and showed a lot of video game stuff, and it's coming back. It's coming back. And in some shape or form, it's coming back. So pretty cool. I know, Adam, you really never watched it from what you, no. you told me. Uh, I know what I knew what it was. I've obviously heard it. Um, and I've just been looking into it because I – Never, that was never the thing I watched. Uh, you know, I played a lot of video games. I didn't watch a lot of video games, uh, is the way to put it. Um, that is a lot different now than how it used to be. Even when it was going out in 2014, uh, you know, probably on its down in 2012 through 2014, I really just started getting into watching um, video game content, I would say. So, like, G4 was uh, ahead of my time, is the way to put that. And even looking at it and thinking about it, it might have been a little early because think of like how esports is now, where like schools are starting to have esports teams, and uh, like that's a college thing. You can get a um, uh, what the hell a scholarship for. So it's like yeah. maybe it was a little early, but now like it makes complete sense because people just love video game content. You think of Twitch, you think of uh, Facebook has their gaming thing. I myself, I watch Rooster Teeth TV and Rooster Teeth. Like, I love the video game content there. Um, and making a comeback is great because, you know, the more the better because I think it really sticks then. Well, and we talked a little bit about this on Bandwagon Nerds as well. If, if you go back and listen to that one from this week is, you know, I felt like, you know, when it when it came out in 2002, I mean, it doesn't sound like it was that long ago, but... There wasn't as much when it came to the internet and sites and things and details or news that was out there at the time. And being able to get kind of almost all your gaming news, for the most part, somewhere, you know, other than, you know, just from what you hear or going to, you know, GameStop or was it still Funko Land in 2002? But, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, your magazines or whatever, you know, you there wasn't as much content out there, I guess, even though it, it's only it was only 18 years ago. It doesn't sound like a long time and still the 2000s, but really it was still in its infancy, I guess, when it came to the Internet and, you know, what you could find on there. So having G4 TV was awesome and it, it gave you an outlet to see trailers of new games or information of what games you know we talk about you know what's coming up for the new consoles for playstation 5 and, and xbox you know you would have found that on here more than you would have found it anywhere else now mm -hmm. that you know we have the opportunities to talk about it on these podcasts that wasn't there you know back then and, and i think that's kind of why it started to drop off you know in, in 2014 and, and you know those years because there was more availability when it came to content and finding things where you didn't need it and i feel like this is what you kind of see like when you go to GameStop and they have the, you know, what they have on the TVs yeah. there. That's that's kind of what you get, right? That's, I feel like that's where this is going with G4 TV. That's, that, that's what you would see. And at least in this one, they had, they had fun different games like uh, one called Cheat where, you know, they would 
tell you, you know, show you some different things that you could do in games where, you know, back then you couldn't find it on the internet or how to get through yeah. certain games, walkthroughs. And uh, they had one, Attack of the Show was one of their big shows that they had. And um, if you if you know who Olivia Munn is, she got her start on G4 TV. That's where she started, you know, before she became a, a big star and, and did a lot of movies and stuff. And this was, I think it's kind of neat. This is, this is, I'm not sure exactly what they're going to have on here, but this is another opportunity to get some content out there. And I think, you know, you, you mentioned esports. That was one of the big things I thought they could go after would be more yeah. esports stuff. Like, Obviously, ESPN and you know mm-hmm. has a big thing with certain games and stuff like that. But there's so much more. Like you said, there's you know you could you're watching you know Rooster Teeth or you see it on Twitch or you know all these different streams of games that people are playing and all these other sports that are out there that do these kind of esports stuff. You could they could totally gobble that up and start showing it on these on this network or however it's going to end up being. I think it's going to be part of that Peacock. Yeah, uh, I think so. Streaming too. service, but you know, so maybe it's not a full, you know, all day type of thing like it used to be. But if they could like get a hold of that esports kind of market, I think they'd they'd have a good thing going on. Yeah, you could get people wanting to get if it ends up being on Peacock, which is NBC's uh, streaming service that's going to be coming out at some point here. I don't even know when. You know, that's the way everybody has their own streaming service at this point, but. Um, you get people that want that just because of this and the options it has. When I think of like what this could be, I think of uh, my dad was a fan of Game Show Network. Probably still watches it a ton. Now. Where what's that? <laughs> yeah, Dad, he watches Game Show Network. I wouldn't <laughs> doubt it. Uh, uh, my father watches Game Show Network. Okay, boomer. <laughs> he <laughs> and uh, definitely a boomer. He. Uh, <laughs> And majority of game show network, uh, like what they play through cable and wherever else you might be able to watch it, is the reruns of 70s and 80s game show TV. Like, that's what people, like, they tuned in at night to watch that. And, you know, it's they still do now. It's not the same as it was. But you get some new stuff. Mainly it was rerun content. Like, I could see this being that where it's like you get some new content at certain times of the day. But the rest of the day is like play the reruns, play what we've already done to fill our slot all day, every day. And people will watch that and then they'll start being like, oh, I didn't know this or, oh, this is really funny. I should watch this more and start, you know, uh, DVR recording it, whatever the case is with Peacock. But um, there's definitely an audience for this uh, just with how popular Twitch and other services that are gaming dedicated are. So what was his what was his favorite one? He's a match game guy. Was Richard Dawson uh, out there on, on match game or Family Feud? He, kissing all the kissing all feud. the girls. <laughs> Family Feud, uh, and then the shit, uh, no whammies. What the hell was? That oh, called? press your luck. Press your My luck. Favorite. Uh, loved press your luck. Loves game. Uh, Family Feud, and he'd talk all the shit because, like, back in the seventies, <laughs> the what's his name would kiss every chick. Oh, Richard Dawson. Talk, Richard Dawson. Richard yeah, Dawson would kiss everybody. Shit. Uh, we watched a lot of that as kids. If we were not gaming ourselves or doing something outside, we were watching Game Show Network with my dad. <laughs> Sorry, that's father, nice. not dad. Yeah, father, <laughs> yes. No, that's uh, that's funny. That Press Your Luck was my favorite. I don't know why that was. That ended up always being my favorite. And for some reason, the, the 
host of that show. His name was Peter Tamarkin. And I, I don't know why I know that. It's one of those ones that you just, <laughs> that name always stuck with you, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> uh, you know, like Delroy Lindo. You know who that actor is? Delroy Lindo. That wow. name I'll never forget. I don't know why. But he was really... he was the guy. He was on uh, Gone for 60 Seconds. Um, he was the cop. Ooh, uh, I like that movie. Yeah. Oh, the black, uh, the black bald guy. The black bald guy. I was about to say, I, I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, that's yep. Delroy Lindo or, or Get Shorty. He was on there. He was in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why, but that's, yeah. The Peter Tamarkin <laughs> was one of those that's names funny. that just stuck in my head and I never, never forget. <laughs> but, well, it's like, you know why I think, you know, I don't know if it's because this is why you're drawn to it, but why like a gamer could be drawn, especially old school gamer could be drawn to press your luck is it was memorizing patterns. Yeah. That's arcade gaming right there. Look at the guy. I can't remember his name, but the guy who like beat the system and won all that money and press your luck is because he literally every day watched press your luck so he could learn the patterns. So when he was finally on the show, he knew when to say, when to stop and he won all the money which i don't know if he had to give back or whatever i just remember watching a documentary on that yeah that's right i don't remember his name either but that yeah, that is funny and that's always tried to when i watch that would always try and figure out the pattern i could never get it down but yeah. i would always i would always watch it and figure out you know the pattern and try and figure okay this is when you should hit it hit it now you know? yeah or i could at least tell you when you I, I could at least tell you when you were gonna hit a whammy i, I could get that to that point but i couldn't tell you mm-hmm. When to hit the big bucks plus the bonus spin, you know. Yeah, yeah. I the guy that's a lot of practice, a lot of paying attention, Whoa. and to nail that and then win that, that money. Is... And he even messed up when he was on TV. He was doing it wrong for the first few, and then he got into his rhythm and just nonstop winning money. Who knows what happened? Maybe next time we'll follow up. We Probably should. not, but maybe we should. We should look that up. See what happened to that guy. If he got his, if he got taken to the back and his fingers broke. Okay, you can leave with your yeah. fingers. Or you can leave with the money. What would what do you want to do? It's your choice. I'll take the money. Thank you. <laughs> the money. I can pay for new fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I feel. How that one went, just like uh, you would in casino or you know any of those yeah. where you try and where you try and beat the system. You know they'll take you in the back. The mobsters will take you back there. Okay, here's my hammer. So you can leave with your money, or you can leave with your fingers, but you can't leave with both. That's pretty much uh, twenty one. That trueish story. Yeah, that movie twenty one. That's yep. pretty much what that is. That's right. Oof. Go watch. Look that. at this. We're, we're hitting all my favorite topics: old yes. gaming uh, or uh, old game show network and gambling. You know, just <laughs> love, it. love it. You know, that's one of our. That's one of the things we got to talk about. I think at some point, either we do it on here and just say screw everybody else, or we we uh, talk with my boy PC and get on. Uh, you know, three man weave or something, but we got to talk sports. We got to talk, uh, you know, yes. maybe some gambling. You know, obviously legal gambling, just legal, legal, legal gambling. Legal. It, <clears throat> it's very <clears throat> legal. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, you know what that sound means? That sound means we're down to our last topic of the day. All right. You know, it's funny. 
that we're playing that, even though we play it every time. But, <laughs> uh, you know, if you follow our Twitter page at a winner is you, you'll notice that Nintendo Switches are back available uh, yep. on Best Buy and Walmart. Did you pick yours up? Did you order one? I have not bought it yet. And by the time I finally am like, yeah, I'll go buy it, it's going to be out of stock. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, guess I got to spend $5,000 on eBay. Oh boy, I should have bought a second one. I could have made some money. But yes, you could. Eight hundred bucks <laughs> on the Nintendo on the Nintendo store right now. Um, oh, geez, what's their? Uh, I don't even remember the name of the group. Bethesda is it? Bethesda is uh, having a sale, and all the Doom games are on sale. Ooh. And Doom sixty four was five dollars on Nintendo Switch, so I picked it up and I started playing Doom sixty four because I picked up Doom two the last time they did a sale and played through that, but. Doom 64, I mean, just all those Doom games in that era were fucking awesome, and they're having a good sale right now, so if, uh, you know, if you're listening and you want some Doom games, it's the place to be if you if you got a Switch. Yep, and it was Bethesda. You yes. guessed and knew correctly. Nailed I, it. Absolutely. 100% knew. I was just playing playing with you guys. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Cut that. Cut that. You knew. You yeah. yeah. Time. Where was this? From hour 35? Yeah, cut. Okay. okay. <laughs> but we're not talking Nintendo right now. We're talking PlayStation. And Always. as of today, as we record, earlier today, they did their PlayStation, well, I guess it was Sony's State of Play, uh, where they talked about a good handful of games, which is what they normally do um, in these different state of plays that they do. They don't really talk a lot about, uh, you know, when it comes to the consoles or anything else. They usually try and announce games and some play some trailers or some screenshots or different things. And they uh, there was quite a bit to uh, to unravel here in this one. I know uh, you, were, you listed a few games on here. I listed a few games um, that were interesting to us. Um, I'll let you kind of go first on a couple of them here, if you want, um, and sure. then I'll kind of I'll kind of list a few of the other ones that are out there that we're not going to touch specifically. But if you want to, you want to pick a couple of those ones that you had on your list. Let's let's talk about them. Sure, and you know how I'm kind of going to start this. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch. Um, uh, I don't know if I'm glad I did or didn't. Because uh, you could always watch the trailers afterwards for these games. Yeah, uh, Sony... honestly, I'm I'm on the same boat as you. I, I think I like just. Yeah, I'd rather. I think I'd rather just wait till afterwards and watch the trailers because that's more. Yeah, fun. I, I, don't know. I don't need. <laughs> Plus, to I work. To these, these executives talk for. <laughs> well, we're working, uh, uh, but I don't need to listen. Oh, yeah, to these. my boss is not anymore. So yeah. there was air quotes there, just yeah. so for our uh, non-visual listeners. <sighs> Uh, Drew, if you so do there's... go back and listen to the second half of this show, I was working this whole time. I was working. Yes, don't tell the boss. We were working <laughs> all of it. Uh, so Sony tweeted, I think, roughly, I don't know how early, how soon, a couple hours probably before that, uh, don't expect much. It was like they basically didn't, they said, don't have high expectations. Uh, we're not getting into the PS5. Uh, we're getting into some games. And... Just from what I've been reading and looking into, people are like, well, good thing they told us not to have high expectations to start. Uh, so I think they had a lot of good uh, detail or focus on a couple games. Um, you know, I don't know. I might leave you for Crash Bandicoot, which uh, was a game I I thought of right away from PlayStation 1 days was playing that. But We can take uh, team that one. I'm, yeah, so I, 
that was one of the first games they showed was, uh, I think it's Crash Bandicoot 4, uh, It's About Time, something like that, where I, like, I love the title. I think it's good. So, like, I'm excited for that because that's, like, one of those uh, muscle memory type games that I remember playing from PlayStation 1, going to the, like, literally going to a cousin's house and playing that in their basement while the rest of the family's upstairs because I didn't give a shit what they were all doing. I wanted to play video games at my cousin's house. Uh, and so I'm excited to play a game like that. Um the next one I think they released or showed clips of was uh, Hitman 3, um, which is coming to PS4 and PS5. And what excites me most is they showed the VR uh, ability that's going to be with that game, which, you know, I am new to the VR. We had an episode on VR, and I would love to play Hitman. It's a game I've enjoyed playing different Hitman uh the different Hitman games that have come out over time. I picked them up on sales every year, I'd say. Like, I love playing that style game where it's how stealthy can I be? How cool can I uh, kill someone? You know, whatever the case is. And being able to do that in VR, I think, would be really cool. So, like, that excited me watching the trailer and be like, yes, I love that idea. Yeah, um, yeah, you're lucky on that one. I, I really jealous on that one i'm kind of hoping if they do bring hitman 3 to pc that they do the same thing where they where you can play mm-hmm. that in vr because that looked you know they showed a little bit of it which was cool um and just thinking of that game of like yeah the whole the whole stealth thing and being able to you know take down guys and find good vantage points to sniper some dudes would be really yeah. cool to do in vr it's something that they haven't had yet and would be really slick and I, I would be super excited to play that one uh if i can if i you know because while i probably will be getting a ps5 i'm not going to get the ps uh, vr headset obviously so yeah i, I will miss especially out on having that. what you have yeah there's right no, you could right but like I, uh, yeah if i had if i had that <laughs> if i had that expect much expendable money i maybe i'd do it because i think playing iron yeah. man in vr and, and and everything would be pretty cool too because that's not available anywhere else either but yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, I may have some ex- expendable money, but it's probably not going towards that. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, and you have the best of the best. Like anything besides what you, the Valve Index is a downgrade. Like that, I haven't for now, played it. Yeah. But I know for now it is a downgrade. There's no point if you're getting a PS5 to get, unless <sighs> there's some crazy bundle deal. You know, you never know. I don't know. I assume the new consoles will come out before Black Friday, before Christmas. To try and get more people to buy it, and maybe some crazy deal comes out to get you the VR and the PS5, and you'd be like, "Well, shit, maybe I guess I gotta buy it this way." <laughs> you never know. Uh, I don't expect it to. Yeah, it's true though. You never know. You never know what's coming. But uh, those are my first couple. I don't know if you wanted to explore more on Crash Bandicoot. I think it's just a classic PlayStation game that. Uh, I love playing like it, it's it's similar to Mario in a sense, you know, where it's uh, some platforming, jumping around, running around uh, just from a different perspective, uh, not the Mario perspective, essentially. Well, the early Mario, I think some of the newer ones, you can it's different perspective. But um, those were some of my first ones I saw. There's more games, but um what, yeah. did, what did you see? Let's, uh, yeah, I, I want to expand a little bit on Crash Bandicoot because I, I do enjoy that franchise, even though I kind of got into it late because I, I, while I did have PlayStation, I, I was more of a you know Nintendo guy and, and Mario guy and everything. But 
they do do some really good games when it comes to Crash Bandicoot and, and they're, you know, it's, they do the, like you said, you know, some unique perspectives where it kind of crosses different, you know, not genres. I was going to say genres, but that's the wrong word. But like they, they, <laughs> they change the views and stuff where it, you know, it's, yeah. it's going to be a 2D platformer and then it'll jump into some 3D levels and not just 3D where you're running forward, but you can run backwards or, yeah, like basically, there's some parts where you're getting chased by something, and you're running towards the screen, you know, to get away from it for for a brief period of time, and you know, have to jump over. You know, it's it's platforming, but but they expand on it and make some different options, mm-hmm. you know, available other than just standard 2D platforming, which was really awesome. And they do do they do some really nice things with this one, and I'm I'm super excited for it, honestly. Because it is, I think, as they mentioned, a direct sequel to the third one, um, which I can't now draw a blank on the name, but it is a direct sequel, and and the bad guys are basically coming back as they got out of their rift in time and, and opened up yep. a little portal, and, and they're back through, and they do a really nice job with that. And the fact that they've kind of added in some additional playable characters where you can play as and now I had it before and now I forgot her name as the other the female character and then uh Dingo Dial from one of the other ones mm-hmm. and they talked about him as how he you know he basically retired as a bad guy and went to open like a shop and <laughs> the shop gets burned down in this trailer <laughs> and he you know comes back and you know wants revenge or whatever and then becomes kind of a playable character as I'll use the wrestling term but more of a baby face uh, so that's really Perfect. neat, though, that you get you get to play as some other characters, which is really cool. And they're adding in uh, what they they added some skins and different you know things from the third one, where like you know when Crash was riding, you know you rode his motorcycle, he was wearing a motorcycle jacket and things like that. And they added the ability to just kind of change that on the fly, where you you have some more different skins and different ways that you can dress your character up to add just some some random uniqueness and it's nothing crazy to the game it's not going to change the game but it's you can add your own kind of personal element to it and the fact that it's all unlockable by things you do in the game and you don't have to pay money for it is yep. my ultimate favorite because nowadays it's all about paying extra money and oh you know oh. instead of buying the regular version for $60 you buy the the super special edition and we'll give you these extra little things well they're not going to have that. You're going to have, you know, you just get that by playing the game and unlocking things. So very excited that that's a thing. And the other last part I wanted to mention was that when watching the trailer, they mentioned that basically after you beat the game, you're, you don't have to be done. Like they added these additional elements to the levels. And I, I don't even know how to describe it where like certain levels, they, they invert everything. So like, you know, you instead of you know, you're basically the colors are all different, or you're you have to you know change the way you run and move, or some of the levels are basically all in black and white, and you have to drop, you know, paint like if you spin and drop color back to actually figure out the path you need to take, and yeah, just adding these random things to the game makes it really cool and gives you a reason to play it again. And playability is such a big thing because mm-hmm. especially when it comes to these kind of games that once you're done with the game, you're done and you don't want to play it again. And adding this like gives you that want to play through it again, because it's almost like a whole new story or it gives you new things that you want to do. And that's really cool that they're actually 
putting all of that into this game, which I'm, I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, and like you said, exactly, not having to spend extra money to do that. Um, which, you know, that's the whole thing, is, you know, I struggle with that, where it's like, do I, if this game story essentially is less than 10 hours, you know, that's not usually the case anymore, but do I really want to spend 60 to $70 at time of release to play this, when if I wait a couple months uh, a couple weeks, depending on when it releases, because you hit Black Friday and holidays. And if I wait, I can get it way cheaper and then feel like I'm getting the bang for my buck. So I think they're releasing a game that makes sense to buy right away. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head where it's like, it's Mario platforming, but the difference is you can do different perspectives, which we've said now a couple times. It's like, that's why I enjoyed it so much. It was such, it was such a bigger challenge than it was your Mario... And you just move right. And then you jump or whatever. But, like, you know, and Mario's a classic. I love Mario. That's not saying anything bad against it. It's like, this was just different. And that's why I liked it. And uh, to help you out, it was Tawana. It's T-A-W-N-A. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not good with words. Uh, (laughs) But that's... I was going to joke that her name was Crush Bandicoot. uh, Uh, Just to make it different. (laughs) Uh, It's the girlfriend of Crash. Uh, So um, I really like the features that they have. And, you know, it's it's just a fun game to play. Um, You know, and I think I mentioned it last time. uh, That it's like, I don't know what to do at this exact moment. With games coming out before the PS5, what do I do? There's a couple I think I'm going to buy play as soon as possible this might be one of them but if you know i find out within these next couple weeks when the playstation 5 comes out this would be a great game i could see with bundling with the playstation 5 because i expect that to happen uh a couple bundles that give you the headset different controller games this is one i see locked into a lot of um different bundles uh you typically see some exclusive like that or the fun games play this is gonna be one of them and i'd be very excited to play this on either system just to have a fun different kind of change of pace where i don't have to be super focused on the story and just kind of have fun and how the good old days were with playing video games yeah and i feel like you know this is this is basically playstation's mario this is their this is their iconic character that they've you know kind of latched onto and uh, you know I would have been really surprised if PlayStation 5 came out without a brand new Crash Bandicoot game mm-hmm. immediately upon release. And I definitely could see this one being one. And if they do a bundle or whatever, that this is this is the one you put in there, you know, like like you would with Mario games. You, you add that to your, you know, Nintendo release when it comes to a new console or whatever. This That's what you do. And this is definitely one to do that and is a huge, huge one for PlayStation, I think. And... You know, some of the other ones that are out here, you know, these little guys, like, uh, you know, Drew's not on here, but he was a big fan of Control, and they're they're coming out with an expansion um, to, you know, I'm not really sure exactly what it's going to be, but there's an expansion coming out for it um, that's going to be released at the end of August. You know, that's, you know, obviously not PlayStation 5 specific, but it's something that's going to be out there, and will be interesting to see if they actually release that for the other consoles as well because you know pc as well could could definitely use that i'm not sure if that's cross-platformed um spelunky 2 if you're if you're a fan of that one if you ever played the first one it's super fun it is one of my favorites to just play mindlessly 
because it is super hard. Well, I shouldn't say super hard, but it's hard. And it's one of those, you know, randomly generated levels um, that you try and get through. And just the randomness of it is it's just so fun to play, even though you die all the time. But that one is really fun. If you ever get your hands on the first one, go play it. I, I still have never beaten it. That's how hard it is. But I still go back to play it just because going through the levels and just screwing around with the different things that you can do is just fun. It's, just, it's one of those types of games that's just entertaining, even though you probably will never beat it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think one of the other ones I did want to talk about, which I is going to be probably on your was, was on your list as well, but I, I'm super jealous on this one. This is one where you'd want to get the PlayStation VR, and that's Vader Immortal. It yep. initially was exclusive to Oculus, but it's coming to PlayStation VR not too far down the road here, August 25th. I imagine you're going to get this one. Yep, and not I hate you for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think this, like, watching this, uh, so I know we got into it last time with Star Wars. We'll not get crazy <laughs> this time. We might. A crossover, but, uh... a crossover episode is happening. I mentioned that on the last... <laughs> Uh, bandwagon nerds podcast and we're all on board so i love it i would love it (laughs) just talking star wars with star wars fans and how they hate things it's my favorite i love it uh (laughs) you know what you need to ask them is if they've watched uh you know what let's not get into it let's Let's leave it it for that podcast let's you know what stay tuned in next time folks So, so what I was going to say is how we said last time, my favorite of the new releases of Star Wars movies was Rogue One. And a lot of things I really enjoyed about Rogue One. But nothing compares to that final couple minutes of Darth Vader tearing through the ship, just rebel after rebel, just force choke, throw them, slice them, like whatever it was. Amazing. I love it. And the red... The way it looks with the cinematography and him just coming at you, I love it. And this is like the reverse of that, right? So you're in the helmet playing and like watching it, I'm so excited to play this. Uh, They didn't mention uh, Squadrons um, as another VR possibility, Um, but these are two games I'm going to be buying when they come out. Um, Both are VR compatible. Well, this one is VR, but the other one is VR compatible for Squadrons where you're actually... In the uh, in the different fighter oh, man. as a That's fighter pilot, uh, I'm gonna love that. You know, we'll see how the motion sickness gets, but I'll get over it because it's Star Wars. Uh, you I do what I do. You turn a fan on. That that has helped tremendously. Yeah, you said that. You said that in our VR <laughs> episode, and I think that is definitely what I would do. At least the fan, you know, like the ceiling fan, I think would help a lot for that too because yeah. that's the one thing I noticed playing VR is like I'm like holy shit, I feel sweaty. Like I feel like. Man, my the around my glasses, my face, like it, it's been sucked onto my face with the <laughs> VR headset. It's like, man, I feel very sweaty. Like you're moving a lot, but like yeah. not enough to be sweating. But, <laughs> but it yeah, happens. But enough, <laughs> enough, and especially when it's yeah, it gets kind of crazy. And just just and having that fan just gives me that feeling that that I'm still there, I guess. And like I don't lose yeah. losing that dizziness and and everything, the motion sickness that certainly helps because you just still feel like you're you know. Not just staring into space. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. And like, you know, I, I've looked obviously into Vader Immortal. It's not 
uh, just exclusively playing as Vader. You get to dual lightsaber. Use I like I've seen the Force Lightning. I've seen Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Like there's a lot of it. Looks like a lot of different things, and I am just excited to be. I'm finally. I always say Sith because Sith's more fun. Uh, I cannot wait to take that on. Um, and so seeing that's great, you know. And there's a couple other games that they showcased with the um, what state of play. I already forgot the the name of it. Uh, Sony <laughs> state of play. I had it. I was, yeah, you, know, you were there. With all the um, so seeing things like that and seeing some new trailers is great because they're games I'm definitely going to buy now. Um, with VR, I should be able to play them as well on PlayStation 5, depending on how I buy them. Uh, digital's the way anyway, so we'll see how that all works out. It is the way. As they would say in, in The Mandalorian, it is the way. This is the way. This That's the my way. Slack response all the time. I just, <laughs> uh, this is the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, just watching that trailer for, for Vader Immortal really just pissed me off because I can't play it. I'm really hoping that Somehow it gets to PC because being able to just yeah force just be able to force throw things into the walls and having a lightsaber in your hands like I played like the Morrigan yep. uh, which is one of which is a VR game for on Steam that you can you know wield a sword and, and have kind of sword fights and stuff like that but man being able to freaking wield a lightsaber just sounds so badass yeah uh, and it's like all of it too it's like like I was kind of saying like. You can rate like watching the trailer. He's raising his hands and he's lifting someone off the ground and then force choking him. And this, I'm I want to see how it works. I think it'll be a little bit like Half Life Alex, where it's like you can whatever button you're going to hit on the uh, move controller is going to bring your like you're using the force to bring your lightsaber to you. I cannot wait to play this because I think it's going to take it VR for P- PlayStation a step forward. Um, I will say I'm not great with the move controller buttons. I get so confused when I'm in the headset which freaking button I'm clicking. Um, so I wish it was a little simpler, but I think there's going to be some new options here that we haven't had yet for PlayStation that is going to be awesome to play. Yeah, it's only going to get better, and that that's the thing is, yeah, but playing, you know, Half-Life Alex and seeing what they could do, you know, and the, the things they brought to light. And yeah. I mean, thinking of that of, like, yeah, tying that with like Star Wars and, and the Vader one, and you know, where using like the gravity gloves. If I go back to Half Life Alex, where you could, you know, reach out and flick something towards you, and it's basically thinking of thinking of the Force, where you could just reach out, you know, yep. something highlights, and you just kind of do a little flick motion, and it flies it towards you, and you just grip and you grab it, you know, and doing the same thing with your lightsabers or all that stuff could just you know putting combining those two things together would just be phenomenal and i'm I'm gonna guess this is more of a, of a direct port from the oculus and so you won't get all of that specifically yeah. but it's giving that ability to just show what it could do and where we can go because that just means the next one's gonna be ridiculously good exactly and, uh, and that, yeah. that's the thing Oof. with Alex, too, is Half-Life Alex has set the bar so high that if I'm a company and I'm trying to recreate, like make a VR game, I need to start figuring out ways to include those features. Because people, especially if you've played Half-Life Alex or you have Steam or you have you know the Valve Index, you're going to play other games and be like, man, I wish this was like all the features I got in this game. And because it's yeah. just a big competition. That's what this industry is. So it's like you need to constantly meet your competition and then exceed them and do better. And 
if games aren't coming out like Half-Life Alex, you're not beating the competition. Right. It's just it's taking what they've done and, and yeah, turning it now up to 11 because they, they yeah. showed the possibilities and like everything they showed that they could do in that is like just tailor-made for like a Star Wars game like this, especially where you exactly. can do these kind of cool things and then expand on them and make it even cooler. And like you said, with, you know, showing him raising that arm up and, and lifting somebody, you know, you could take, you know, just stick your arm out in VR and be able to raise somebody up and then just yeah. squeeze on the controller and, and do a force choke or something like that's just cool, man. It's so awesome. Yeah. Watching him and he's like picking up a droid and throwing them across the yeah. screen. I'm like, I cannot wait. Like, it's going to be like how I am like with Arkham uh, VR where it's like, I just sat in the back cave forever. Just, <laughs> testing all the things I can do and throwing battle ranks because I'm like, this is this is sweet. I'm Batman. Like I'm gonna do the same thing with this game and take forever to get through it. <laughs> Fucking Vader, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Vader, y'all. It's uh, uh that sounded like uh That's some Mary Poppins, y'all. Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what that was. That, like. was, that was totally Yandu from <laughs> Guardians 2. Oh, perfect. Oh, I'm Vader, perfect. y'all. <laughs> that might be the name of the podcast right there. <laughs> I'm Vader, y'all. Yeah, I love that. Oh, it's uh, so good. Yeah, it's just yeah. So if you didn't get a chance, definitely just, you know, kind of google it and check out some of the trailers that are out there, some of the videos that they showed because uh the Crash Bandicoot one was was awesome. They that was a really long one actually that they showed a lot of the gameplay and the things that you can do. The Hitman one this that VR portion looked really cool, and yep. the Vader Immortal just looks so badass. And I'm uh, I'm super jealous if this does not eventually get to PC because this is one that I might. There's enough coming out for PlayStation VR that it's it's getting tempting. So and I don't want to yeah. do it. <laughs> That's the thing. If they, if they're gonna compete, they need to push out games and like links back to completely what we just said to start the podcast you got to have exclusives and things that are only for playstation because people are going to want to buy this and a playstation 5 for these reasons and you just have to keep pushing it and be like you're only going to get it here you want to play it gotta buy one or in some of our cases know a person that has one and then go play it at their place but uh just just pretend i didn't say that (laughs) (laughs) that's the way to do it okay so you get the playstation stuff i'll get the pc stuff you're not that far away we can make the drive i mean that's that's fine you're tested negative right you don't you don't have covid i I don't have covid whole house is clean we're good let's do it (laughs) i'm a big fan (laughs) well i'm glad you brought that all the way back around because i just that's you can't beat that as far as closing the show you just tied the beginning to the end right there my friend Nailed it. I mean, what what else can you do? So, I think I think that's it for us. I think we need that's the perfect place to call it a day. I think so. That's all I got. All right. That's all that stuck out. I loved it. Uh, I'm glad I didn't watch the actual uh, live stream. <laughs> uh, everyone else, I recommend just find the clips on YouTube. Find out what find out what they showed and just watch the trailers. Yeah. You will enjoy. Check out IGN. If you look up IGN.com, they they got yep. there's one of my favorite websites. They got all the stuff on there as well. Um, if you don't, if you're not a fan of the YouTubes, you can go on there. <laughs> uh, you know, that's one of my favorite places to go find some things. So, yeah, I agree. Go check them out. There's a lot of good stuff, a lot of good trailers that they showed, uh, just to get you excited for the games to come. That's for sure. Definitely. 
so, what an awesome rap we had. Look at that. Nailed it. That's how we do it. That's how it works. That's how things go. Feels good. Yeah, I don't know why I want to play that one. Feels good. It's because we're, we're becoming Man. professionals. If you've ever watched Batman. Feels good. Yeah. So, with that, we'll call it a day. We'll, we'll pay some love here. Make sure you go check out chairshot.com. That's where you're going to find us, along with a plethora of other podcasts. And it's not just wrestling anymore. It's all sorts of entertainment as well. Check out the whole new entertainment section that we're continuing to build. On top of Winner Is You, you can also check out the Bandwagon Nerds, which also includes me, surprisingly. But, you know, uh, they got some good content there, as well as everything we've got going on with sports and Three Man Weave, which I know I've talked about a few times because it's my good buddy, PC Tunney, that I talk to regularly each week as well on the dwi podcast and i shamelessly plug the rest of my shows the dwi podcast you can follow at podcast dwi on the twitter or at facebook.com slash dwi podcast and of course a winner is you which is all of us here you could follow both on twitter and on facebook at a winner is you the letter you a winner is you and i know we've already plugged it but let's plug it again pro wrestling tees.com slash the chair shot go get your love and buy us a t-shirt you can get a winner as you we've got one out there we've got a second one on the way by the time you listen to that hopefully it'll be up and you know if you want to support plat balaz for 2020 you want to support bandwagon (laughs) nerds or anything else chair shot there's all sorts of t-shirts out there go get yourself one they are wonderful. I got mine just the other day. Wore it on Sunday. It's comfortable as shit. Um, I recommend spending the extra five bucks and getting the uh, the I can't remember what they call it, but spend the extra five bucks. Get the super comfy edition. Mm. I don't know what it's called. But... I did not do that. I'm gonna try yeah. that for the second one. I think. Well, actually, and maybe well, buy another. You know, I'd be interested to find out honestly because I, I haven't bought the regular one. I've only bought the one that's the extra. F- I I wish I knew what it was called, but. Uh, so I, I actually be interested to find out how comfy that one is in comparison, because maybe you know, maybe you don't want to mm-hmm. spend the extra five bucks, but you know, either way, you're gonna get an awesome T-shirt. It's just what style do you want? Exactly. So, uh, I think that's everything. Uh, anything else you want to plug while while we're here, while we're hey. on? You know, you can. No, uh, you are nailing it. Show some uh, love for yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, uh, <laughs> you know, I posted one time through our uh, Twitter and Facebook uh, was to show I got my Iron Man VR. Yeah. Uh, and so to link it back, I, uh, I couldn't think of a way to close it out. And I said, stay thirsty, my friends, which you probably can't say. Uh, and then so with my post, I said, stay cool, my friends, because of AC. Uh, so that's my thing. The cooler. That's, I think that's my thing. I like Stay it. Stay cool, my friends. I think it should be. That's, uh, that's Trademark. beautiful. Trademark. It's beautiful. Uh, hashtag uh, whatever else I got to do. Copyright. Uh... <laughs> Patent pending. Patent pending. TM. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> TM. What else? <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. With that, I think we'll call it a day uh, for our old boys, for Sean, who was on assignment this week, for Drew, who could only stay for half the show. I hope he's enjoying himself up there this weekend as he listens to the rest of this episode because I know he's going to listen to it because that's what he does. So will his mother. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. Thank you, Mom.
Both our viewers must be thrilled. There you go. They love it. <laughs> they love us. They Say love thanks, us. mom, to my mom too. I don't know if she still listens, but if you do, thanks for listening. Nice. Well, with that, I just need to let you know that it's dangerous to game alone. Make sure you take us. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, that was awesome. Man, it got dark as shit in here. I was like, uh, do I get up and go turn the light on? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. You can't you can't tell because I like I have a Google page up, right? So like I put Skype oh, like yeah. a third of my screen, Google and Internet to the other side, and like so it's the white ass Google screen. Uh but it is dark in here. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, I'll say you don't look so bad, but it's the white-ass Google screen uh, in, you yeah, know, illuminating does, your white-ass face. It <laughs> does not help. <laughs> At least I got the TV on next to me watching the uh, Clippers do great. They would have helped me cover. Thanks, Ugh. Miami, Way to you go. son of a bitch. How do you <laughs> drop a 25-point lead and lose by, what did they lose by, 16? Uh, I think it was 16. It was a... What a flip around. Coach Bud must have been in their ass at halftime. Right. Holy Should've shit. Been. There's nothing. I was getting a little pissed off because they were getting some stupid fouls, but then it was like, what are you supposed yeah. to do when the Heat are shooting? They, I swear to God, they were shooting like 80% from downtown. And it's like, that's that's the problem. Uh, one, we get called for tic tac fouls. Like, just watching the Houston game, they give Harden everything. Uh, yeah. So And he makes like 100% of his free throws. So that sucks. Okay. But like, but Coach Bud's defense is to get back to the basket. So yeah. we stop in the point. We stop paint play. But when it's like, then you're leaving three-point shots open. And if they're making them 40%, 50% of the game, we lose. Because they're outscoring us because they're making their wide-open threes. Yeah. Uh, if they're not, we win. We almost win every time. Because that's all it is. That's how his defense is built. He just doesn't uh, in-game adjust well. How much do you really have to when you have Brooke blocking? I swear to God, Jesus. it feels like ten shots a game. It's at least and Giannis six is, a game. <laughs> yeah, and Giannis is all over the place. So like, I yeah. get it. Our defense—he builds the team to our strengths, which is Giannis, and it yeah. works. Uh, but sometimes it's like, fuck, just Don't change work. things. Stop it. Oh, that's I was doing that the whole Houston game. It was pissing me off because all he did was drive to the yeah. lane and kick out to the guy standing in the corner for three, and he knock it down every time. And I'm like. Okay, just put a guy over there. Like that's all yeah. they're they're doing the same exact thing every single time. Like yeah. can you just adjust a little bit, please, and guard that guy because he's the only guy taking the shot. It's happening every single that's, play. That's exactly what I've been saying. And like oh. I'm watching and like the teams that beat us, it's because they have a center that makes Brooke get out of the paint. When he has to get out of the paint, it's not that he's bad defending. It's you're taking literally the guy that covers everyone's ass. 
is now <laughs> not in the paint anymore. It's true. And then you're getting easy buckets inside. So, like, that was the problem for the first half I was watching with Miami is, like, uh, uh, Bam. I don't know how to say his last uh, name. I'm not going to yeah, pronounce it. Yeah, Adebayo. Bam Adebayo. He, he was making shots from outside, deep two. He was making Brooke work, which got him out of the paint, which made it easy for everybody else to get into the paint. And we're getting destroyed. Yeah. And, you know, all it takes is, like, I'm a couch viewer. I told I told Amalia, I was like, uh, yeah, I can't work right now. My second job is kicking in of Buck's <laughs> Couch Scout. Uh, I need to watch the game. Uh, and if I'm, uh, you know, I know, ba- I know basketball. I know tendencies. I know, like, schemes can figure this out. Of course, these other teams who are professionals are going to figure this out, right. uh, like how to beat us and how to beat the Bucks. And I'm like, come on, bud, like fucking change something, do something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.